Welcome back to the Fit Minute Podcast, fitness for real people, with your host, Gabrielle Mazar. Gabrielle Mazar. On this week's episode, Gabrielle interviews sports and orthopedic physical therapist Rick Olderman. They discuss his unique and groundbreaking techniques to help eliminate chronic pain, his podcast, Talk About Pain, and his method, The Fixing You series. And now here's your host, personal trainer and stretch therapist, Gabrielle Mazar. Gabrielle Mazar. Welcome back to the Fit Minute Podcast, Fitness for Real People. I'm your host, Gabby Mazar. And on today's show, I have Rick Olderman, who is a sports and orthopedic physical therapist. He specializes in chronic pain. He is also the host of the Talk About Pain podcast and the author of the Fixing You series. Welcome to the show today. Thanks for having me, Gabby. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about you first. So tell me a little bit about you, who you are, what you do, obviously a physical therapist, but um, you know, we know what that is, but tell us a little bit about you and who you are and what you do. Sure. Um, well, I am a physical therapist. I've been a physical therapist for about 25 years. And uh, I initially in my career, I was very much what I consider a failure as a physical therapist, because I, I wasn't, I was able to help people with acute problems. But anyone who came in with any kind of chronic issue, I, I had no clue what to do. Uh, I just wasn't prepared for what I was taught in PT school to help people like that. And so, you know, I was sunk into a deep depression for a few years because of this. And, and I just realized, look, I just got to figure this out. And so these past 25 years have, have been about really me just figuring this out. And, you know, intuitively before PT school, I felt that pain had to do with something about how we're using our bodies. And that turns out, and that's not really taught in PT school, strangely. Uh, and so uh, that's really what my whole approach is about is that we are causing our pain. How is this happening? And how do we solve it? Mm -hmm. So explain a little bit about the difference between acute and chronic pain. What is the difference? Why are, why are they different? How are they treated differently? Sure. Uh, we do really well in general in medicine with acute problems, which are recent episodes of, of pain. You know, you fall, you break a bone, you, you tear a muscle, you strain something, we can repair that. And, you know, the normal healing processes in the body pretty much take over and, and solve that problem. So uh, chronic pain is really defined as anything over three months old. If you have pain that's more than three months, because it takes a bone you know, six to eight weeks to mend, to knit. It takes tissues, you know, about the same amount of time to heal if you've torn a tissue. So if, if, if something's lasting beyond that three month mark, that means that you've got some other chronic issue that's feeding the pain that you're experiencing other than just an acute tear or broken bone or something like that. So that's the difference between acute and chronic. So how have you found in your practice that you have helped people with chronic pain? What is, what is the difference of how you're treating people with that? Yeah. So it all goes back to how we're trained in medicine. So we're trained in medicine to identify a tissue that's damaged. And we've got scans. We've got a million physical therapy tests to, to figure this out. And so we can easily identify a tissue that's damaged, but there's no test that really talks about why that tissue is damaged. And that's what was missing from my, my education is, yeah, okay, I'm taught all this anatomy and physiology, 
okay, oh, you got a biceps tear? Yeah, this is what we're gonna do to fix that. But there's nothing that puts these two things together. How, why did this biceps tear occur? Or what was the process of that breakdown of that joint? That, that was a big black box that wasn't taught in PT school. And so that's basically what I've been figuring out is, you know, uh, how we're moving, how we're using our body is what's in that big black box, basically. So, and I can give an example, for instance, you know, with back pain, if you're interested, I can take your listeners yeah, through a little test. Absolutely. You want to, okay. To just, this will help you understand really what I'm talking about. So uh, those of you listening, uh, please lie down on the floor on your back, especially if you have back pain, because we're going to understand a fundamental problem about why you're having back pain right now. And I find it easier if people can feel what I'm talking about, then they get it. If you just hear my words, you're just going to forget what I've said in, in five minutes after this podcast. So try, try to do the test if you can. So lie down on your back with your legs straight and feel what your back feels like in this position. And we're going to stay here for about 30 seconds. And then what we're going to do is we're going to bend our knees so our feet are flat on the floor. And if you don't feel a difference in your back with in that position, go ahead and hug your knees to your chest. And what you're all you're doing is figuring out, hey, which position feels better for my back, legs straight or knees bent? And Gabby, I'm, I'm sure you could probably, you know, which one do you think would be, feel better for most people's backs? Uh, for me, I know personally, knees bent is the exactly. best. Exactly, mm -hmm. you're exactly right. And 99% of all people with back pain would respond the same way. Yeah. So, uh, what's the difference between legs straight and knees bent? Well, the 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 obvious answer is when your legs are straight, your back is more arched off the ground, and when right. your knees are bent, your back is flatter. So, but that doesn't mean that in order to solve our pain, we have to flatten our back. What we have to think about this is when our legs are straight we have uh, issues, uh, muscles in our legs that are pulling our pelvis into a position that arches our back. And when we bend our knees, we remove those forces from our pelvis, which allows our back to resume its more natural position. Rather than thinking about it as arching or flattening, think of it as what are my legs doing that's causing my pelvis and back to react like this? And that's what mm -hmm. this test is showing, is that if your back feels better with your knees bent, we're removing those forces coming from your legs that are acting on your pelvis and back. So how does this play out in real world? Well, if everyone now stands up and listens to the rest of this podcast, what they'll notice is that in about a minute or two, they're gonna notice that their knees are locked backwards. And this is an energy conservation move. We do this so that we don't have to use the muscles in our legs to hold us up, right? Mm -hmm. So now we can just stand on our joints. But if those of you who are listening are standing and are locking your knees, go ahead and lock your knees and feel what your back feels like in this position. And now just simply unlock your knees. You don't have to squat or anything, but just unlock your knees and feel what your back does in this position. And if it's hard for you to tell the difference between the two, lock the knees again, and you'll feel what just happened to your back. It arched more. Okay. And if you unlock your knees, your back arches less. And now you might notice, oh, my back does feel kind of better in this position. So what we've learned is that when your back is more arched, it hurts more. You like it better when your back is flat. And that's what the floor test told us. And then we just learned that, gosh, if I stand for more than a minute or two, my knees tend to lock, which then arches my back and arching my back hurts me. So if I just unlock my knees, that will help me solve my back pain. And lo and behold, it's such an easy, simple solution. 
that if you start unlocking your knees when you're standing and walking, you, that will remove, if you walk 10,000 steps a day, that will remove 10,000 hammers hammering on your back every day. And so these are the types of solutions that I figured out and the causes of pain for these last 25 years and putting all this together. And that's what my program does. It's just, it, it, it not only helps you fix the tighter, weak muscles that are coming from your poor movement habits, but it's also fixing the poor movement habits because if you don't do both, your pain's going to keep coming back again and again. Right. So it's the habits, it's the habits that we do every single day. And a lot of them are not conscious habits. It's not things that we're, we're doing every single day that we're like, oh, we're slouching and we realize that we're slouching. I mean, I say this all the time to people every single day you're on your computer, you're driving your car, you're what you're on your phone, you're watching TV, you're constantly in this forward head movement, you're constantly slouching forward. And that puts pressure and force forward. And each angle you go forward puts more force forward, which causes pain in the neck and shoulders. I mean, it's, it's something you do every single day. So you have to do something every single day to reverse that movement. So it's, it's interesting that we don't even realize what we're doing, but so you have to consciously reverse that, that movement or whatever you're doing every single day to, to stop the pain. Can I speak to that for just a second? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to give your listeners one more test to at least one more test to think <laughs> sure. about. Okay. Sure. This will all put this in perspective. So you could do this too, Gabby. I want you all to lace your fingers together as if you're praying. All right. Now look down and see which thumb is on top. Is it your right or your left? What's it, what is it for you, Gabby? Left. Left. Okay. Now uh, we've got our lace, our fingers laced. Now unlace them. And without looking at your hands, lace them so that the opposite thumb and finger is on top. And you were tempted to look down and see whether you were right. And um, do you have the right thumb and finger on top? Yes. Good. And a lot of people listening will say, and, and hold your hands like this for just a, um, a minute or two. So a lot of people might have had to look down at their hands to check and see whether they did it right. Right. And now holding your fingers here, it feels odd. Right. Oh, it yeah. It's super different. weird. I hate this. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's feel. And, and this is I'm really glad that you said that because it feels really weird. But what if lacing our fingers with our right thumb on top instead of our left solved our pain? So what this is telling us is that we have a normal way of doing things, which is lacing the fingers with the left thumb on top. Mm -hmm. But what if solving your pain involved you having to put your right finger on top? Your brain is then going to say, I don't like this. I hate <laughs> this. It's going to say something's wrong here. But really, all that is, is a message that's saying you're doing something differently than what you know, have been trained to do, mm -hmm. right? And what, you're, what most people do is then they judge that as because it's different, it's wrong. But it's not wrong. In fact, it's often the key to solving your pain because the normal unconscious way that you've been doing things has been what is causing your pain. That's why you have chronic pain. And so this is what a lot of people have to get, get through is to recognize not only what habit is causing their pain, but they have to make some conscious effort to change how they're doing it. And initially it's going to be really weird and you're going to, you're going to think it's wrong and this is awkward. Well, of course it is. It's like learning a whole new sport. You're learning to move differently, 
but you'll quickly find that your pain melts away because of it. So a funny kind of little story to add to that is I teach a stretch class. Uh, I'm also a fascial stretch therapist, so I teach a stretch class. And uh, one of the things that I make uh, the members do when they're taking the class is when we go into a cross-legged position, I have them switch their legs the other way so that it's the uncomfortable way. For me, because I do it all the time, it's not awkward. So I don't, you know, I kind of interchangeably. So, so this, this is weird. And I don't, I don't do it because, yeah. you know, it, that's weird. Cause I now don't you know how, do that. how your, how your students feel, <laughs> <laughs> but, but the legs for me is not weird because I do that all the time, but I know right. for them, it is awkward because they do, they cross their legs the same way every single time. So it's, it's something, you know, since I do it the first time I did it, of course, I was like, Oh, this is so awkward. But the more you do it, the less awkward it is, right? Yes. So tell me a little bit about the Fixing You program. Obviously, you said a little bit about it. Um, the series has kind of exercises like this in it, correct? Yeah, well, not the finger lacing exercises. Not that, but, the, but... <laughs> but the idea yeah, of yeah. the finger lacing exercises is what's in it. So basically, I wrote a series of books about 10 or 12 years ago called the Fixing You series. And I wrote them because I realized that a lot of practitioners, so what, what I call this approach is a systems approach. We have to understand how the body moves as a system. And in medicine, we're taught this component approach, identify what structures are damaged, look at those structures, treat those structures, and, and then we're done. So what I realized is that, oh, this whole systems thinking isn't really built into our medical training program. And so therefore, a lot of people are missing this systems approach because their practitioner is thinking component wise as opposed to systems, because that's how we've been trained. So I wrote the books as an end around practitioners because I realized a lot of people just aren't getting this information. Well, since then I've owned my own sports orthopedic clinic for, for 10 years. And I quickly saw that it's not only that these issues are happening, but they're happening in patterns. And the same patterns of problems are causing people's pain. For instance, this pattern of problem might cause back pain in you, but it might cause sciatic pain in another person or SI joint pain in a third, mm -hmm. right? And so it's not that it, and the, the, the reason it's manifested differently in each body is because of our history of our sports, our exercise, whatever, genetics, whatever work. And so the same patterns are happening in almost everyone. And so what my programs, my now downloadable home programs are, is that they are addressing these patterns of dysfunction that are common in just about everyone for back pain or hip pain or knee pain or foot pain or neck pain or headaches. So that's what I've created more recently. And if you look at my back pain book, it's got like 80 different things, you know, exercises in there to do. And you have to figure out which one do I need, you know, all this kind of stuff. Well, yeah. the, these home programs make it so much faster and easier. There's only like six or seven exercises that I have in there to solve mm -hmm. your pain. So mm -hmm. that's what I've built recently. Well, I think what is so fascinating about that too is just exactly what you said. The same patterns that we do can manifest in people so differently. So people ask me all the time too, it's, you know, what, what, is why did this happen or how do I fix this? And it's like, well, you know, you may have SI joint pain from whatever you're doing, but someone else might have 
you know, a herniated disc from it. It, it could be totally different because of injury from a high school fall or sports or whatever it is. We're all so very, very different, but it, it is very interesting the the structure and how we do things and genetics and it all plays a huge role into it. But at the end of the day, how we fix it or how we train it is very similar. Um, so tell me a little bit about your new book coming out. The new book is called Solving the Pain Puzzle. It's going to be out in 2023. Tell me a little bit about that. Sure. So so in my older books, uh, I write about, you know, all of these ideas about, you know, extension problems and side bending problems and all this kind of stuff. And I kind of take people through the anatomy of what the problem is. But in, in each of those books, I have little client uh, connection stories about how this worked for a particular client and solve their pain. And over the years, I've gotten all of these comments. Hey, I really identified with Deb in the book. You know, I'd love to hear more about what happened with her, you know, all this kind of stuff. So what I'm doing is I'm flipping everything on its head. And so this book is more about the cases that the, the people, the people I've treated and how we've solved their pain, which goes a little bit into the mechanics and anatomy of what we use to solve that pain. But it's more about the people and, you know, how I saw what needed to happen and how we solved it for them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, it's more if you, if you're, if you want to see how the systems approach can solve pain, this book will show you exactly how I use the systems approach. And all of my therapists use it too now uh, to solve pain. And it kind of, it's an eye opener because really what I'm trying to do here is show people that, look, there's a. A, a, a better way of doing things, especially if you have chronic pain, you probably have chronic pain because no one's been looking at you as a systems approach. And I kind of show what that is in this book. Can you tell us a story or two of some of those clients? Sure. I'll, I'll do better than that. Okay. If you go, if you go to my website, rickolderman.com, uh, I've got three stories from the book, uh, that people can listen to. And, uh, one is involving a hip issue. One is involving neck pain. What's the third? I can't remember the third, but I've even created, uh, read the chapters too. So you can just listen to, to like me an audio, like, an, like audio. an audio book. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So uh, if you go there, you can, you know, read or listen to three of those stories and, uh, and uh, get an, a sense for what this book is, is like. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah. Uh, so tell me a little about your podcast too. What kind of stories do you talk about on your podcast? What kind of address is issues do you address on there? What's, you know, what, what do you talk about on there? Yeah. All, all sorts of different ramblings. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. I get that. <laughs> so, you know, I, you know, I'll read newspaper articles and comment on things that I think they're saying correctly or incorrectly in those articles and involving uh, everything's around chronic pain. Yeah. It's, it's called talk about pain. I've also interviewed some uh, other professionals, not physical therapists, but other professionals who work with pain in the field. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, and, and so that's pretty much what it is, is it's really trying to, there's so many myths in medicine about pain and why pain is happening. And I, I really feel like we're being led down a wrong path in terms of under, our, our understanding of pain. And so my podcast talk about or treatment pain. of pain. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. You're exactly right. And so 
my podcast is really about trying to expose some of these myths, helping people get on the right path of how to think about pain differently mm-hmm. and solve their pain. And I, I'm not the only one with answers. I know that there are other practitioners who have great, great answers too. Um, but anyway, so that's, that's who I've, I've interviewed on there. So it's yeah. a little bit of everything. All I mean, about pain though. Obviously there are, there are things that we cannot control. Like, you know, arthritis is obviously going to have pain involved, but there are things that you can do to help alleviate some of the pain, but there, there are things that you cannot control. We know that, but you know, me being a Pilates teacher, I I know that movement obviously is going to help that there, there are things like increasing flexibility, increasing blood flow, helping to, you know, fix certain patterns, those things are definitely going to help you. And I think you're right. I think we have been led down a very wrong path. I think medication, um, prescribing, you know, painkillers and um, things that are going to numb the pain instead of fix the pain or what is causing the pain have been very, very over prescribed. Uh, I know in the past for me, physical therapy has been kind of meh, you know, mm-hmm. you go to a, a therapist. Lot of people. And, yeah. And it, yeah. it's, it's kind of disheartening because exactly your job is to help people. And I, and I know all, all, almost all, I know, I doubt there's a therapist out there that doesn't go into the job to help people, but but like you said, you kind of aren't taught these systems and it's there's a, a disconnect. There's a disconnect between why these things are happening. We obviously, we know if you twist your ankle, you twist your ankle, that's what it is. Or if you break mm-hmm. your leg, you break your leg, it's what it is. But why are these other things happening? And how do we help to alleviate that pain and fix the cause of the pain instead of, just going with the motions and then prescribing medications or just saying, okay, well, it's just going to be what it is. I mean, I know, you know, for, for people that I've encountered, it's, well, it's just going to be what it is. Well, that's, I don't, that's not an answer. I'm not, I'm not accepting that. I'm not accepting that for myself. I'm not accepting that for my clients. I'm not accepting that for my family. I, I just don't believe that. I think that there is, there's always an answer at least to make it better. Um, you know, obviously with strength training, obviously with, you know, how we move can always make things a little better. And we know that and we've seen it and it's proven. So, um, you can obviously enhance the quality of people's lives. And I'm sure that you've seen that in your clients as well. Yes. Now, speaking of movement, not all movement is created equal. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, as we just learned with the, with the finger lacing exercise, yes. is that some movement, even though different, can be better for you. So if you're, if you're, for instance, anyone who comes into our clinic with any back or anything in the lower body, we teach them how to walk better because walking is a, is a fundamental uh, pattern that we do that we, many people get wrong. So uh, just going out and walking, well, if you've got chronic pain and you walk more and more because you're, everyone's telling you, we'll just go out for a walk to exercise. Well, then you're probably digging a deeper hole if you're just walking the same way you've always walked. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so you bring up a really good point. Um, what I'd like to do, Gabby, can I talk about one other pattern that's happening in people that's caught? You've mentioned sciatic pain a couple of times. Absolutely. I just want, okay, great. Uh, so I've got a little skeleton here. Is this going to be on video? It is. Okay, yeah. great. 
It, so for folks, those that you can't see, he has a skeleton, but yeah, I have for a skeleton. video, he has a skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll, I'll describe it. So uh, one of the problems that I've seen in the clinic is unilateral back pain, for instance, left back pain mm -hmm. or sciatic pain in one leg or mm -hmm. SI joint pain in one leg. So there's, aside from the arching pattern that we described at the beginning of the podcast, the second most common problem that we see is that of an elevated uh, pelvic bone on one side mm -hmm. and a depressed rib cage on the same side. So what I call this, if you can guys imagine this, I've got an elevated pelvis and depressed rib cage on the same side. It's created a side bending. I call it a side bending problem. And when you can imagine that all the nerve roots uh, exiting our low back comprise our sciatic nerve. So if we have a side bending problem on that side, it's going to cause compression of all those nerve roots and then contribute to sciatic pain. So this is a very common pattern that occurs with unilateral, and it's very easy to fix. And guess what? It's tied to how you're walking. So I just, I, I just I went to San Diego, and while I was in the airport, I videotaped a whole bunch of people walking in the airport. <laughs> I'm sure they I love saw, that. <laughs> I saw this pattern happening in everyone. Everyone's doing this, right? Uh -huh. And I was so tempted to run up to them and say, hey, do you have, you know, sciatic pain or SI joint, you know, things like that. But anyway... So this is a, a side bending problem. And you had mentioned earlier that our pain has a lot to do with our old injuries, right? Well, in the case of a side bending pattern, usually the old injury has occurred on the same side of the pelvis that's elevated because the pelvis is elevating because your brain is unconsciously trying to get you off of that pain. Mm -hmm. So then it creates the side bending problem, which creates another host of problems. And so what I've, one of the things that's always fascinating me is I say, oh, well, you've got some old injury and almost everyone to the person says, I don't have any old injury there. I don't have it. And if, with a little bit of digging deeper, especially with treatment, I say, what's going on with this knee? Every it's time. Like, they're like, oh, <laughs> I completely forgot about that. Well, I, I, you know, I didn't think it was related. Mm -hmm. So this is the problem is that we're not trained to think or taught to think that our old injuries are related to our current pain. Mm -hmm. They have all, often they have everything to do with our current pain. And in the case of a side bending problem, for sure, they have something yeah. to do with Even it. Even if it's something that happened 30 years ago. Oh, yes. Yeah. Something Especially. that happened in high school and you're now 75. I mean, it's, yes. it's, and that it's something that happened so long ago that you've been now doing for 50 years. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right? exactly. So, yeah, yeah. It, and so your brain has unconsciously created this pattern, mm -hmm. which goes back into, we have to do something different to fix it, right? And that different thing is uncomfortable, you know? And so you have to bring it to a conscious awareness of what you're doing. And eventually it'll go into an unconscious correction. But right now for the time being, you have to go from unconscious to conscious awareness. Right. Yeah, it, that's very, very true. I, I love that you brought that up because it it is absolutely 100% true. And, and every single time when you when you ask somebody, oh, do you have an old injury or do you do something to this foot or ankle or knee or, you know, you have an internal rotation or you have, you know, a, this hip raised or this shoulders higher. No, no. And then you get into it and 10 minutes, oh yeah, I did this, you know, whatever, 10 years ago. It's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And, and what a lot of people say is, oh, but I've already been to PT for that. Well, I'm sorry. Okay. But You're six a... weeks, eight weeks, 12 well, weeks. Well, yeah. And, and regardless, <laughs> that 
physical therapist or chiropractor or massage therapist or whatever, or whatever uh, is trained in component thinking. So they fixed, maybe help you fix the tissues that were damaged, right. but they haven't fixed how you're using that area of your body mm-hmm. to feed that area now rather than break it down. And right. that's what we're missing. I, feel, I believe in physical therapy. Absolutely. Or, or in a lot of modalities for that yes. matter. I think, I think that's very true. I think we don't, we don't treat, not all, but in many, we don't treat before the injury happened and how to fix what is going on after. So, um, and, I, and I, I have, uh, to that end, I've created a training program for health and wellness practitioners to learn how to do this. Right. Because, uh, uh, we're, we're just not taught how to do this. So I, I primarily made this for physical therapists and, and in most States you can get 30 CEU credits, which is huge for, for, uh, online course, but I've really designed it for people like you, personal trainers, yoga instructors, coaches, you know, PTs, chiropractors, whatever, because I feel Gabby, that people are going to come to you before they're going to come to me, you know, and they're going to come to you with these questions and, you know, Hey, I've got these aches and pains, you know, and I, I feel like if, if people like you understand this, then we can start eliminating chronic pain because you can solve this. It's not yeah. that hard. It's yeah. really not that hard. You just have to have this basic understanding of how we are moving and how that creates pain. And, and how the bodies are supposed to move. Yeah, exactly. Correct. And this is, you know, I've trained a lot of physical therapists at my clinic and it, it wasn't just me who wasn't trained in systems thinking. I mean, all of them are all trained in component thinking and it's really hard for them to step outside of that Mm -hmm. you know, thinking to think that, oh, there's something else going on here, right? That their education isn't complete. It it really isn't. If you haven't been trained in systems thinking, I feel this is why we have chronic pain, I believe. Yeah. So if anybody wants to listen to your podcast, it's on Apple podcasts, or you could just go to your website to find that. Sure can. And then also, if you end up purchasing anything that I have for sale, if you just type in fixing you all one word, uh, you can get 20% off. Yeah. I will post that in my show notes as well. Um, so you can get that discount code, uh, and your website is rickolderman.com. Um, so the fixing you series is all on there and your new book will be on there. You can, um, pre-order it there, pre-order it there. Yes. Is there anything else you want to leave our listeners with today? Well, I, I do. I, I, I really appreciate your breath of fresh air, Gabby, (laughs) for, you you know, for me explaining this, it's really like a lot of people just don't understand it, but clearly, I mean, this is the way you think, and it's a breath of fresh air for me to to talk with someone like you. So thank you. Uh, But my message to the people listening out there is that this, our, our medical thinking is so pervasive in this component approach. You know, a lot of people with chronic pain tend to think that they're broken because they've been to a ton of practitioners. Yes. And my message to you is that you're not broken. It's just that you haven't received the right information because your body has all the resources inside of it to heal. If you cut your finger, it'll heal. If you break a bone, it'll heal. We have all those things. So if you're not healing, it's because there's some other obstacle in the way. And we have to figure out what that is. And often from a musculoskeletal standpoint, this system's thinking is really what, what you've been missing. 
Thank you so much. I, I love that. I am totally right there with you with that. That is very, very true. And 100% our bodies are meant to heal period. That is absolutely true. I mean, you, you cut your finger, you scab, it heals. That's just, that's just what our bodies are there and meant to do. So thank you so much. Um, if anybody's interested go to rickolderman.com, you can find all of his information there and I will post, uh, that discount code and his websites on the show notes. And, uh, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank yeah. you. Thank you everyone for listening and we will see you all next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit Minute Podcast, Fitness for Real People, with your host, Gabrielle Mazar. If you would like more information on today's episode, you can find it in the show notes and on Gabrielle's website at www.destinationfitcations.com. Visit to keep an eye out for upcoming fitcations. Be sure to share the show, give this podcast a review, and subscribe so you won't miss an episode. Join us next week to hear more stories from people just like you. This has been the Fit Minute Podcast, Fitness for Real People with Gabrielle Mazar.